fly agaric. Each autumn, the cycle of woodland life begins to slow down and unwind, winter months in mind. But before the winter falls, there is a time of abundance. Hazel trees are producing a crop of nuts for squirrels to gather up and store away. Woodland herbs are setting seed, so mice have ample food to eat. Wasps are feasting on wild fruit. Butterflies and moths leave eggs concealed in crevices, under a branch or in the bark, tucked away to withstand winter before the spring invites the caterpillars out. Bats are feeding up on flying insects, storing away energy to sustain the winter hibernation. The entire web of woodland life is preparing for the change of season. And while all this is going on, fungi are flourishing. Fungi don't have chlorophyll. They don't make their own food by photosynthesis as plants do. Instead, fungi draw the nutrients they need to live from other organisms, plants or animals, living or dead, in the same way we and other animals eat. Fungi are the third kingdom of the natural world, neither plant nor animal, each essential, each making life possible for all the rest in turn. In the case of fungi in an autumn woodland, they are breaking down all the fallen twigs and leaves, tiny mycelium woven through the soil, recycling nutrients that will in turn nourish everything else that grows. Without fungi, most plants would not survive, and in turn, life would be impossible for all in the animal kingdom, including ourselves. The mushrooms we see at this time of year are the fruiting bodies of fungi, the reproductive part. Animals make eggs, plants make seeds, and fungi make spores. So while blackberries, rosehips and sloes are the carriers of seed, mushrooms are the carriers of spores. Spores are minuscule parcels of genetic code made for the mushrooms to ripen and disperse. At this time of year, woodlands in particular are full of mushrooms. Tintsy tiny toadstools growing from an old discarded hazelnut shell. Bracket fungi bracing the trunks of trees. Mushrooms of every shape, size and colour. Their mycorrhiza passing phosphorus, nitrogen and zinc to tree roots symbiotic and supportive. The mushrooms that always seem to stand out the most in a native woodland is the bright shiny red fly agaric. Perfectly proportioned broad red cap balancing on a sturdy white stem, cheerfully dotted in white spots standing out against the scarlet red. Fly agaric is one of my favourite mushrooms to see, as though it has jumped straight from the pages of a fairy tale. This is a common species here, growing in woodlands everywhere, but especially fond of woods where there are birch trees. Always such a joy to see, beautiful and bright, fly agaric is also a poisonous mushroom. Its skin contains ibotenic acid, a toxic compound which when dried breaks down into an even more potent substance called muscimol. This can be dangerous to ingest, even in very small amounts. Though medicinal concoctions made from this mushroom are reported to give powerful pain relief when applied externally. Fly agaric comes from a family of mushrooms called Amanita, containing some of the most deadly mushrooms in Europe. 
It is an Amanita species that is reputed to have poisoned the Roman emperor, Claudius Caesar. Its name, Fly Agaric, is also related to its poisonous properties. In medieval times, pieces of this mushroom were put into platefuls of milk, which were then left out for flies to eat. The flies would go into a state of stupor, and so would be easier to swat or sweep up. Fly Agaric has a strong association with birch woodlands, and so is a very common species in Scandinavia and Siberia. The Sami people of northern latitudes have many traditions around fly agaric. Reindeer are reportedly so fond of the fungus that a wandering herd can be easily gathered up by simply scattering a few pieces of fly agaric on the ground. Fly agaric is also used by Sami shamans in special ceremonies. In certain circumstances, Sami people drink the urine of a reindeer who has eaten fly agaric which induces hallucinations but minimises nasty side effects. One story that is known worldwide involves a herd of reindeer and a bearded man dressed in the iconic red and white colours of fly agaric. Flying high through the sky on a sleigh pulled by reindeer, one might certainly wonder if this is a story born of the relationship between fly agaric, reindeer and people of snowy northern latitudes. Of all the beings in an autumn woodland, animal, plant and fungus, each has a story, a web of interdependencies, an existence beyond obvious and evident functions and roles. Sometimes there can be so much more. Fly Agaric is one of our most colourful woodland characters. <laughs>